dark orange-skinned figure in armor slices through a pair of sheep and hoists them on his shoulder. He grumbles and shifts his gaze towards a lone cottage. In response, a light is extinguished and the figure hobbles off in darkness. A distance away, an adventurer pushes into the depths of a cave. He carefully moves his lit torch around corners, concealing as much light as he can. His eyes affixed to a sleeping figure wearing a necklace with a dark hexagon stone. Delilah, he whispers between the multiple rumbling snores in the room. Join us in Boundless. So you all start with this uh, boy kind of going around the tavern right before you are going to sleep, talking to adventurers, asking for help. No one seems to pay them any heed, and they just grabbed onto the looser end of the clothing of Sid and more or less asked for help for finding their brother that they've been unable to contact. How long you been out here on the streets, kid? About two weeks. When's the last time you saw him? About three weeks ago to a month. It's... I really miss... I really miss Samson. He... He said not to worry, but... It's been longer than he said I should wait. What's your name, kid? Jeremiah. Where did you last see your brother Samson? Three to, to four weeks ago. I don't... I don't know... Where? Wait, Lauren's going to like lean lean in across the table, scooting his drink to the side. Where did you last see him? Close to the Adventures Guild. He said he'd be back in a jiffy, but it's been longer than a jiffy. I don't even know how long a jiffy is. Am I, am I worrying for no reason? Um, is your brother part of the guild? Yeah, he is. He's really strong, and he told me not to worry. Okay. What is your last name? Maybe we can ask at the guild if he's out on a mission? Cole Ross. Okay. We can ask at the guild. I mean, we're headed there in the morning. Are you saying that you'll help me? Of course we're going to help you. What kind of monsters do you think we are? I don't know. Everyone's been just so indifferent. I, I, I tell them I have everything I have to give and... They reach into their pockets and pull out a pair of decks of cards and like seven copper pieces. And they, they, they're not interested in helping me. Uh, um, Where did you find those copper pieces? Those are, those are collectibles. Are they? You... I, th I think everyone in this world uses gold now. It's I all must... I have. I must have seen that on a notice somewhere. Here, let me trade you for, um, and Lauren's going to pat. Oh, that's right. I threw away my, my token. Um, I also don't have any money. I used it all to heal myself, but um, I think we have meal vouchers or something here through the guild. And Eleanor is going to like lean over to the innkeep and ask for a meal. See if that's included in my adventures guild setup. Uh, well, if you want to 
get a meal for this young person. It's going to replace the one that you would have for the night, so you might go a little hungry, if that's okay with you. Absolutely. Very well. And they uh, just bring out a plate of cured meats, uh, milk, and some slices of tangerines. Nice. Balanced. Milk and tangerines, <laughs> my Nutritious favorite. meals from the Yield Adventures Guild. <laughs> um, Eleanor will kind of just slide the tray of food over to the kid. Thank you. I I haven't really eaten much since my brother has left me. He kind of did everything for me, and I'm finding how much of a burden I was on him. Oh, no, no. T- tell us, what does your brother look like? He is, like, smaller and has red hair, and he loves his emerald encrusted short sword that he uses. Uh, With a a short sword like that, I'm sure he's quite safe. Yes, I'm sure he's fine. Lauren, eyes wide, is looking at Eleonora and Sid. I think all three of us are still covered in blood from our fight earlier. I'm sure he's quite fine. (laughs) So you're saying you'll help me? Of course. (laughs) Thank you. Do you have somewhere to stay? Where are you? Do you live near here? I don't live too far away. My brother and I stayed in a house nearby. I could sleep there. Have you been staying there? Yes, all alone. He said he wanted to do great things with it, and we inherited it from our parents. They passed not too long ago, and it was just us. You said you were living on the street for the last few weeks. I've just been trying to find him. Oh, oh, that's sad. Lauren looks up to Sid. That's sad. Sid just stares back at him. Sad. He doesn't say anything. Okay. He shrugs. Like, he's got a roof. He's fine. Um. Okay, so it sounds like we're going to get some rest. We're going to go to the Adventurers Guild tomorrow. We have to pick up another assignment anyway, so we'll check where your brother is. I mean, have you tried going to the Guild? I stand outside of the Guild's board every day, and no adventurer wants to talk to me. That uh kind of tracks, honestly, with the guys we've met. I guess. Sorry about that. Um, We can check tomorrow, though. Right, guys? Of course we can. First thing in the morning. Let, let's just sleep on it first. Yeah, that's fine. We gotta make a pass through there anyways before we head out. Now, Jeremiah, do you want to stay here tonight? We We can make room. Yes, I don't like being alone. All right. Well, I would let you sleep on in, in my room with me, but I'm aware there's some... Um, uh, maybe one of the others could offer a space. I'll take the kid. Good. You know, too deep leadership, you know, professors, and we want to avoid appearances. It's <laughs> <coughs> 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 a lot of milk, Sid. <coughs> you okay? <coughs> Sorry, I guess I just didn't notice the, the like the white collar before. Oh no! It's it the the frills, and I kind of fluff them up a little bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, that. 
Yeah, I'll take the kids. It's fine. All of you finish your meals and go to your respective rooms. And Sid, as this kid kind of follows you behind, uh, intermittently crying and snoveling and clearing their snot with their sleeve, uh, they kind of go to your room as you are setting up. And uh, they kind of just stand at the opening of the door as you're getting your gear off and uh, eyeing your bed. So Sid's going to walk in and as he sees Jeremiah standing there. He'll turn around and just go, shut the door. You know, there's no reason to keep it open. going to catch a draft in here. How, uh, just having a hard time on your own, huh? And he's just like casually taking his like chain mail off. So he's just got his like, you know, loose shirt underneath and stuff. Yeah, I, I ran into a few people that said they could help. And then they just belittled me and, and tried to get me to join them and do things I didn't want to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're the perfect age to run some good scams. I mean, let me guess. Ask somebody to help you find your mother and then lead him down an alley. Say that's the last place you saw her where, you know, there's a whole gang waiting to part them with their wares. Standard stuff, right? That's exactly right. Yeah. How do you normal. know? Sid doesn't answer, but as he's like taking his chain mail off, you can just see like scars all over his chest. And uh, he'll uh, kind of duck down and he's like taking off like some greaves. So, uh, I'm going to be honest with you. We'll help, but you're going to have to learn how to take care of yourself. Because if your brother's running out doing missions and stuff like this, maybe he doesn't come back this time. Maybe he doesn't come back another time. But you can only count on you. And he's going to pull a dagger out of his boot and throw it into the door next to the kid. Pick it up. He yelps in response. (laughs) Pick it up. Okay. He grabs the hilt of the dagger and struggles with one hand and then grabs the other hand around it and just pulls it out of the door and stumbles backwards with his own strength. All right. Now, what you want to do is you want to hold it firmly with your bottom three fingers and your thumb. Keep your pointer a little loose. It's going to help you balance it, aim it, keep your wrist steady and straight. They try to do that and just have horrible form as it's flimsily in their wrist as it's weak. He'll go over and, like, kind of adjust his hand some, give him a firm grip on it, like this. Their form looks a lot better. Yeah. All right. No big swings. Keep it small. Tighten to your body. Out quick if they get too close. All right? Okay. All right. But, hey, you got a roof over your head, so you're already a leg up. And then he'll toss back the sheets. Get comfortable. I'll be fine on the floor. And then he goes and just throws his pack into the corner and then like hunches down and leans himself up against the pack and has the sword propped up on his chest and just closes his eyes and his, there's a little thunk as his horns knock back against the wall behind him and kind of prop his head up. Jeremiah goes onto the bed and that's the last thing that you're aware of after you fall asleep, but when you wake up in the morning, he is sleeping on the floor next to you, and all of you gain the benefit of a long rest. Aww, that was adorable. I just taught a kid how to stab people. That's not adorable. It's like a Disney movie. (laughs) The gruff 
fighter demon teaches a young really homeless scamp the ways of the street. He does have but, a home to be. But what? Okay. He's, he's fine. So it's not Disney. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, he does have a dead mom. So. And a dead dad. And a dead presumably. Dad. That doesn't matter as much. He's got a dead yeah, mom. That's, that's what matters. Yeah, exactly. I am going to roll for my portent. <laughs> All right. That is a one. Oh, nice. that's, perfect. Nice. that's perfect. Good shit, Vic. And a 17. Ooh, good. Good spread. Good job, dude. You all wake up. Uh, Do you immediately take this kid down to the main hall? Or do you have a conversation with him before you all meet up? Uh, Sid will just get his armor back on. Uh, He's not going to say anything to the kid to wake him up. But he's also not going to be quiet. He'll just get his gear on get himself all equipped and uh once the kid wakes up he'll be like keep it tucked in your shirt or back your pants or something just the strongest weapon is one that they don't know you have jeremiah kind of gyrates around with a dagger in his hand and (laughs) tries to tuck it into various things before they finally settle putting it into this boot (laughs) that they have that is up to their uh shin don't do that move again. That kind of freaked me out a little bit. <laughs> and he's just very unceremoniously going to just open the door and just, you know, jerk his head to the side like, Mom. And uh, we'll wait out in the hallway for the others. They follow behind, but before you reach the others, he kind of like tugs at your um, loose article of clothing. Thank you. That's that's the best I've slept in, in weeks. I... I haven't felt this safe in a while. So it'll just nod his head a little. You get used to it. And he'll walk out into the hall. And you all are into the main area of the inn. Uh, The innkeeper is sitting at their chair. Uh, They're refilling any orders of coffee that people have. Uh, grabbing various breakfast items that the Adventures Guild members are asking of them. And you all are finding a chair and uh, area to sit in. I'm probably already I'm probably already there. I'm probably sipping on some coffee and, I don't know, reading the morning paper or something. Yeah, I feel like Eleonora also gets up early. So <laughs> they might be down we bo- there already. <laughs> we both we both look up as you arrive. Oh, good morning, Sidian. Good morning, Jeremiah. Morning. Uh, so what's the plan? Grab some grub, take a pass by the Adventurers Guild, drop this kid off, and then head on out. Sounds good to me. Another day of adventure ahead. <laughs> Fruffle the newspaper and burrow my face in it. <laughs> Let's hope it ends up a little bit better than yesterday. Well, the bar is low. Um, <laughs> Eleonora's going to flag the innkeeper and ask uh, for breakfast for Jeremiah again. Yeah, you all get your rations for breakfast, but Lauren, I'd like you to do a history check. My most favorite. 12 plus 5, 17. You read through the newspaper, and a lot of it reads of basic investments of the trade routes, how to contact the merchant guilds to get the best 
wares on crafting magical items and one of the opinion sections uh, stands out to you as you read through all of this and it is one that talks about the terminus guilds operating in secret and how they are approaching a target that they don't want other houses to know about and they are trying to conquest a god it has a lot of criticisms. A lot of people say it's bunk or just sensational news, but it's something that is within the articles of the opinion section. Does it note which terminus guilds are involved in this the secret plot? No, it seems to be geared towards a handful of them. So a very general, all of these terminus guilds, someone who's outside that seems to have a agenda against the plurality of the terminus guilds this is someone outside the terminus guilds plotting against the terminus guilds yes how does this how would lauren connect this to what we saw the other day the day of the orientation when we all got together when someone tried to free habitus wouldn't seem to have any connection at all no okay uh, any hint on like talking about, they're talking about conquesting gods. Any hint on which gods in particular they're going after? It's fairly vague and hearsay based on the fact that it's in the opinion section, but it seems like someone believes that there is a god that is actively being hunted. Oh, that hasn't been bound yet. Correct. Oh, yawn. I much prefer the past. <laughs> I fold up the newspaper. Well, I'm ready when you all are. Yeah, let's uh, get Jeremiah to the guild. Oh, it's big tracks. We got a lot of traveling to do. So let's go. So, all of you are taking Jeremiah to Professor Splint to officially commission this, or what is your plan with Jeremiah? I think we just wanted to ask what kind of mission the brother was sent on when he was last heard from when he's expected to oh, be back, that kind of stuff. Is, do we know the brother's part of the Adventurer's Guild? Yes. Well, my understanding is yes. he just disappeared around the Adventurer's Guild. He was part of the Adventurer's Guild. Oh. I think he was. Well, then great. Yeah. yeah, I figured we'd go ask about records. Let's do that then. To Professor Splint. Newspaper held up, charging out the door. Away! Again, you all arrive to Professor Splint. Uh, however, they are busy conducting another orientation class why do they need to do more of those we're here <laughs> <laughs> the world stops when we're we're done and jeremiah kind of speaks up i've tried to go to professor splint but he's not i apparently don't have enough for the level of danger that he says this mission is to find samson hang on you were trying to get a job with the guild? Yes, but my he said I didn't have enough to offer. And he wouldn't tell you where your brother was. Uh, I know where he went. He went to the northeast of the city. He was investigating. I, I don't know. He said, I'm going to the northeast and I'll be back. And he hasn't come back. You're changing your story, kid. Why didn't you tell us this earlier? 
I'm sure he's just in distress. <laughs> Let's... So you have gold pieces and decks of cards. You don't have nothing. They're copper. Copper pieces. <laughs> he gave us a couple of jars of water. Like, really? Holy water? Now, that could that could be useful. Holy water? What are you talking about? <laughs> Sorry, honey. We're just talking about the professor. Um, How about we go... Not me. Oh, yeah. The other one. <laughs> group huddle. Bring it in. Is Jeremiah included in this group huddle? <laughs> no. <laughs> I exclude him from the huddle. He starts to, like, cry, but in a way that tries to restrain the fact that it's a little kid trying to cry and not trying to embarrass himself. Okay. Just just hold on a second. We need to talk. Yeah. What's wrong, Lauren? Well, I thought we were leaving the city, but it sounds like we might have a quest to do in the city. No, it sounds like he went northeast outside of the city. He left the city? Yeah. Where is the goblin farm that we were looking at the other day? I had a, I had a good vibe about that. Northeast of the city. Uh, okay. Yeah. Who Let's said that? Who I... Who said that? God. Is there an intercom system? God here? is always with us. <laughs> um, Sid will pull out the, the bounty that we, he took off the thing. Right, hold on. Let's check the map here. And then, um, oh, it's northeast of the city. Ha <laughs> ha! Perfect then. Oh, God. Do you think they sent his brother to the goblin farm? I mean, they wouldn't still have the commission up, right? Unless he was taking too long and they just assumed he died. Oh. I mean, let's be honest, he's dead. What do you mean? We don't know that yet. Leaving his little brother alone in the city for, like, many weeks? He's dead. He's, like, really dead. He could be being held captive. Lauren Veery obviously, Rather be like, dead. stands up and turns and, like, stares at Jeremiah. And then turns back to the group. Let's not tell him. Yeah. I mean, you don't you don't want to let him know that he's like probably being hamstrung by goblins right now. I no. don't want him to feel distress. If this is what fate brought, then this is what fate brought. If his brother had to die so that we could have this chance oh, at adventure? I definitely wouldn't say that. Well, that's dark is what I'm saying. <laughs> Our rise is going to be glorious, but I I feel bad for the kid. Sid's eyebrows just raise in surprise. Uh, uh, yeah, that's um very strange Do way of putting it. You've, there are all sorts of stories throughout history, right? Of one civilization blossoming at the expense of others. One city rises, one city falls. It is the, the way of things. So okay, I'm not fine. surprised, but there is a certain tact that we... Yeah. And I, Lauren leans back again, like eyes way wide at Jeremiah. Leans back in. We've got to play this right. Oh, okay. Well, I am almost certain that neither of you has formal training in grief and bereavement. So if we have to tell this kid anything about his brother, it's going to come from me. Because both of you sound insane right now. Lauren, oh, did I, you take a seminar? Actually, yes. And it was through... Um, my cleric training, and I happen to be very good at it. So, yeah. Okay. All right. I guess let's walk the kid home, and then if we run across a dead guy with an emerald sword, we could probably pry a couple of the emeralds off and he wouldn't notice. 
That'd be a decent reward. You're a monster. Um, is Professor? <laughs> do we have any sense of how far through the orientation he is, Professor Splint? Is this going to be a while? <laughs> it's about halfway through, but on the conversation that you all have had, you've kind of pieced together where it is that you need to go. Okay. Um, Jeremiah, we've put some pieces together. Um, and actually, it seems like we've been assigned to help your brother. So if there's anything that I can do to bring him back safe, I promise I'll do it. Okay. But you have to stay in your house and not talk to strangers. And um, I'm sure there's some money we can give you. Right, guys? Lauren pats his bags and shrugs. I don't have any money either. I spent it all on healing myself. Sid just shakes his head. One second. You're going to have to fend for yourself for a little bit. One second, Jeremiah. I'm going to grab Sid's arm, and it's a very, like, it's a much harder grip than you would expect from Eleonora being so small. What is wrong with you? What? We have lodgings. We have food. All things that you have called privileges. This kid has no money. He hasn't eaten in days. He had meat and milk and was all excited about it. I mean, He's had two meals in the past eight hours. He'll be good for another four or five days. Give me a gold piece. I'm sorry. Are you enjoying standing right now? I, what do you mean? Yeah, I'm, I prefer. You still owe me five. Make it six, then. What the fuck's the difference? It's the first time you've heard Eleanor cuss. <laughs> Sid pulls out a gold piece. He's going to have to learn. Okay, add it to my tab. And I'm going to go back over to Jeremiah and kind of bend down so we're at eye level. You need to make this last, okay, until we get back. Thanks, this will help me get some new clothes for when I get to see my brother again. I, w I would save it for food, maybe. Also, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I need to say it. Oh my god. <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay. Come on, come on, Eleanor. Let's let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. Just I can't walk away. Just walk away. I can't say anything else. Okay, come, come uh, with Sid and I. Yep. Come on. Bye. Be careful. Jeremiah is going to look up at Sid, and with a smirk, just tap their bootleg. I'll be okay. That's nice. He has new boots. <laughs> Sid just gives a nod and turns and walks away. So you all set off to the northeastern exit, is that right? Yes. Yep. All right. You all exit out looking at the bounty sheet, uh, tying in this goblin siege that is in Farmer Joe's uh, territory. Uh, do you all make a straight line there? Do you all wish to go to any shops beforehand or just try to get there as soon as possible with what money oh i don't think i have any money to buy anything <laughs> i don't even have the whole i don't even have the thing to hold the money in how much money okay for real though sid how much money do you have now nine gold that's okay we have nine pretty good we have nine gold between and, the three of us and i want to correct I thought there was only gold, but there is gold and copper. Those and are silver. both. Well, silver's not really. Oh, but silver's sorry. rare. I also, I also have five copper pieces. Then we're good. Yeah. Let's, let's go. Let's go splurge. 
I'll rob somebody. It's fine. <laughs> God. Lauren's ready to go. Yes. As am I. Farmer Joe's farm is about a four to five hour walk outside of the city. Uh, unless oh, you all like to uh, get a horse to get there a lot quicker. Uh, however, you all probably don't have the funds to do so. Am I correct? Correct. Oh, gee, yeah. why don't we? Well, wait, wait, hold on. Is a horse five copper? <laughs> no, a horse would be uh, about a tenth of a gold. How many coppers is that? Ten. Hear me out. If we needed to make a speedy escape, it'd be really nice to have a horse. Then pay. Uh, yeah, let's walk. Yeah, let's walk. Because you know what would have covered three horses and then some? The gold piece you dished out to Jeremiah when we're only going to be gone for like a day. God, unbelievable. What if we die on gonna... this quest and then nobody comes to check on him? Have you thought about that? What makes you care about him more than the other kids in the alleys? He's got a house. He's got a roof. He can lock the door at night. Eleanor is quiet. Yeah, it's real hard to pick and choose being pious, ain't it? And he turns and starts walking down the road. That was a good one. That was one. If there was like a little like Sid and Eleonora like score sheet, that was one in the Sid column. <laughs> <laughs> You all proceed a few hours down this route towards the northeastern exit of the village. Again, evading that major star route in the map that you have towards the east. And you continue down this path and you arrive there fairly shortly. There is this lone cottage that has a handful of animals around it. There are some sheep. There are some pigs. Uh, there are a handful of dogs that kind of just roam around this area, and you kind of enter this dominion, and there's just this lone cabin in the center. Sid's going to pull out the bounty sheet and read it again and see if, like, Farmer Joe is still there, or if this place is completely overrun by goblins now, or et cetera, et cetera. What, what is the nature surrounding this job? Is it, like, kill the goblins that keep coming in and rustling up all my taters in the night or is this like they've taken my home farmer joe seems to have placed this bounty while still being in their home and you see that there are still farm animals around that have been unclaimed cool no hold on i need to mark off a gold piece has any of us encountered goblins before think Eleonora would have. I've read about them in books. Um, people have come to the temple seeking sanctuary from goblin attacks, I guess, but I don't think I've ever mm. seen one. Sid? Uh, I mean, like, running sometimes. Um, you know, they were just, like, kind of out and about. We were at, not, like, a whole organized group of them. More like a nuisance, you know, more than anything mm. else. On a scale from like one to the werewolf, what are we what are we talking about? Oh, I can punt a goblin. Oh, okay. That's nice. Yeah. Well, I mean, not not like too far. I mean, they're they're not tiny, but they're pretty small. Okay. Okay. Well, then, good. A nice a nice warm up to our next adventure. Then. Oh. <laughs> what if there's a lot uh, of them wait. though? Right. See, that's 
that's the thing. Like, if there's a bunch of them, then it's like death by a thousand cuts. Um, and like, they like to work in groups. They can be a real pain. And sometimes they hang out with bigger folk, uh, which can get to be a little hairy. So, uh, you know, let's not get overconfident here and, you know, try and bust up a magic item stealing ring. Damn, I'm still pissed at those guys. Sorry, getting distracted. Um, yeah, we'll just, uh, you know, keep our wits about us, check in with Farmer Joe, ask how many he's seen at a time, and we'll hang out, stab some goblins, be home by nightfall. Sounds like a plan to me. Um, Eleonora is going to walk up to the cabin and knock on the door. It takes a few moments before the door opens, and you see this individual, which you could assume is Farmer Farmer Joe, that opens it. Oh, thank God, the adventures, Yeld, you all have answered my call. Uh, yes, we have. Um, I'm Eleonora. These are my companions, Sid. Hello. And, and Lauren. Um, we are here to help with the goblin problem. Well, I reckon you are. Uh... Well, what can I tell you? They come here at night, and they fucking... They, sorry for cussing. I'm just a little bit uh, frazzled. <laughs> they 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 kill my sheep. They kill my pigs. They take one or two of them, and I try to stand out here with a sword, and they kind of just laughed and walked away. They They called my bluff. What's the most you've seen at one time together? Well, uh, in the evening, they usually send out a few little boys as a, like, scouting mission, and they kind of look around, and then once those are gone, they bring out these bigger folks that just kind of grab a sheep and go. It's uh, At this point, I feel like I'm just raising these livestock for them to take. Sure. Um, are they coming every night? It seems like it, yeah. I, I can't raise livestock fast enough, sure. and I'm running a little bit low. I'm running out of my own livelihood. Before, I used to have enough milk to sell to my neighbors, but now I have yeah, I enough I to feed I don't care. He, he, carry, he carried one off? Like, yeah. they're carrying them away? Yeah. At night, at night, the bigger folk come, and they just carry them on their shoulder and walk away to God knows where. Sounds like more I had another. Yeah, uh, you're not the first adventurer to come around trying to help me out. Uh, another one came by and, and said he'd take care of him, falling back to their lair, and uh, I haven't heard from him since. Did was he small with red hair and a and an emerald encrusted sword? Well, I'm not in the business of looking at other men's uh, aesthetical appearances, but I will say, yeah, he had red hair. Oh. Yeah, let's see what I tell you. How long ago was that? That was a couple of days ago, a week, a week and a half, I'd say. Okay, and do you know where the lair is? Lair? I don't know none of that. All I know is about my farm chickens getting carried <laughs> off and my sheep. Okay, um, one, one second while we discuss our approach. Um, what are your thoughts, guys? You're still pretty close to yeah. me, so I can hear you yeah. if that's the goal. Can... Yeah, come come over here with us, Eleonora. Yeah, you... Okay, I'll see you in a see you in a second, Joe. Okay, he's a talker, huh? Um No, you have to walk over here first. Don't just you're still right <laughs> next to him, Eleonora. 
I walk over to. I I turn to Sid. She'll figure Sid this out Lauren. eventually. <laughs> I walk over to Sid and Lauren. So, shocker, not enough information. Says goblins at a farm. I have never seen a goblin that's more than like knee high, and I don't think they're carrying sheep on their shoulders. Yeah. Maybe they're small sheep. You look at the sheep and they look very average sized. Maybe those are the ones that are left. Sid pinches the bridge of his nose. <laughs> okay. There's just a red mark there. <laughs> <laughs> it's permanent ever since we jo- we joined him. Um, I'm not much for strategy, but I do uh, kind of have a thought. It seems like they're after the livestock, right? So what if we kind of gathered all the livestock up before nightfall and set a trap? So then... You know, maybe some of them will fall in a ditch full of sharp farm equipment or something and, uh, you know, I don't know, cover it with leaves or something. They're not very smart, are they? And remember, the story that the farmer told you is scouts seem to have come at evening and the larger folk at night. Right. I mean, I guess as long as we get it all taken care of before the scouts show up. Get them corralled, except for maybe one convenient one, sort of out from the rest. But if the scouts come and we're still working, or if they see the trap, what if we lay a smaller trap for a scout and try to to capture a scout, interrogate them, try to learn what they're doing, what barrier to fate they've paced before us, so that we may then break through into our bright future? Sorry. It's a goblin. And they, they speak a language, goblinoid. Yeah, well, I mean, there's not a barrier to fate. Like, it's just hungry. Uh, all right. Trap's a good idea. Do we, I'm worried about those bigger ones, though. Do we set the trap for the scouts or the big ones? Because either way, we probably have to get going on this soon. What time is it, Eric? Like, how late in the day is it? You have about four hours before a time that would be considered evening. Uh, if they're just scouting, they're probably going to be looking from afar. It's going to be hard to guess where they're going to be approaching from. So yeah. we're most likely able to catch and stop one of these bigger ones as they go to pick up one of the sheep. Um, we could put it on one side of the pen, keep the sheep kind of tethered up against the other, uh, maybe keep two or three there so that way it looks a little less suspicious, and then uh, you know, fall into whatever it is we lay for him and uh get to it um yeah you know hopefully we can uh ask some questions falling back to you know wherever their layer is or you know beat it out of them or you know cut one loose and follow where it runs yeah i mean i would really would like to at least recover the body of jeremiah's brother yeah sword sounds valuable what if we Climbed beneath the sheep and held on. <laughs> hmm. Then they—that's an idea. They take us straight to their base. Yeah, they probably wouldn't notice if you were on there. No, why not? Uh, I mean, I think your bags that you carry weigh more than you do. <laughs> honestly, I look down at my bright yellow 
um, marigold cloak and the two large, like, bulging messenger bags I have on either side. Hmm, yeah, I'd have to downsize. Hmm. Well, it sounds like no matter what, we need a hole. And um, somebody's got to dig it. So, and I'll uh, walk around the side of the farmhouse and try and find a shovel. Yeah, you easily find a shovel. There's a warehouse full of uh, farm items, and you get one. Eleonora will explain to Joe what we're doing and ask him to help us dig and also grab a shovel herself if there are enough to go around. They have plenty of farm equipment, and you all start to dig this trap. And go ahead and all of you roll a... Survival. Ooh. Am I, I was helping? Really hoping. All of you Lauren, helping, you helping to dig this trap. Oh, I'll be uh, getting the sheep on our side. We also need some pointy stuff. Survival, huh? Okay. Lauren, do animal handling. Twelve on survival. It's a seven, but can I cast guidance on myself once I've already rolled it? Sure. I would say that you would do it beforehand. Now it's a nine. I have a plus four to wisdom. Rolled a three. Got an 18 on animal handling. Hello, hello. Victor, your favorite dreamy wizard, is back for the announcements this week. First off, my power is out, and with the power goes the Wi-Fi, so apologies if this episode is going out a little later than normal. We've also lost our AC and fans, so folks on my block may want to stay hydrated, stay cool, and stay outside. After all, we... What? Uh, uh, the second announcement here, folks. The air quality index today is over 160 following massive wildfires in the north, so folks should actually stay inside as much as possible. Uh, but uh, hey, maybe that'll give the chance to catch up on a podcast backlog. Time to listen to all those pre-downloaded episodes of Link Strike and In the Shade of the Sun, or that easy breezy intro to Dungeons and Dragons episode, D&D 101. Once the power comes back, be sure to find us on social media at True Meta Inc. That's Inc. with the C. We'll be posting Cubby's Italian Adventure, a special short-time photo series on our social media over the next week or so, so be sure to join in. That said, enjoy the rest of the episode, which you'll be listening to just as soon as the power comes back. Enjoy. Preparing for this scouting legion that approaches in the evening after uh, digging this trap. And uh, give me a few more details on what you want to set up in this trap that would uh, impair any maleficence that would come to this farm. Yeah, I don't know if the farmer has like spears or any weapons to defend himself, but like sharpened points maybe at the bottom that they're going to fall onto was what I was thinking. Um, and then cover the top with 
grass or something so they don't see it. Yeah, using some sort of like tarp or something over it and then covering that with like grass, etc. With some like where the entrance to the pen pen would be and then the sheep back a little further. And I would imagine that where would we hide out is my question. Could we hide out in Farmer Joe's cottage? Yeah, what's the visual like? There are uh, a few areas that you can uh, choose to stealth from if you choose to do so. Uh, there's a few hay barrels that are stacked fairly high. Uh, there's the cottage that you can wrap around the corners of. Uh, and either of those situations would be advantageous for you all if you would like to hide to get a surprise round on any scouts that might encounter this area. I'm sorry, but my farm boy roots is going to have to be a stickler for this. Are they hay bales or are they hay rolls? Because you said hay barrel, and that's not a thing. Or maybe it's a hay crate. So are, are, are we talking rectangular box shapes or are we talking rolls? We're talking pyramidal. We're talking about rolls that form a barrel shape. Uh, yeah, so like the like the big rolls because they're like hay rolls in this world. Big. Yeah, the DM can call them whatever he wants. <laughs> I thought hay Fair barrels enough. was a real thing. I'm really glad I know nope. now, so I don't go to nope. a Connor's farmer family and be like, "Y'all got some hay barrels out there." People see the round ones <laughs> uh-huh. and hear people talk about hay bales and then assume uh, it's hay barrels. It's yeah, a bunch of hay hay rolls that seem to be hay barrels based on the fact <laughs> of how they're stacked together. Okay, so those are pretty big, though. That's a pretty decent spot. So what Lauren would be doing during this time, while well, the hole is being dug by Sid and Eleanor is putting together the cover for the hole to hide it, Lauren is hanging out with the sheep, making sheep noises to them, and he wants to clump most of the sheep as close together as they can but find that one unlucky sheep to be a little oh, no. bit of a distance away between the hole that Sid is digging and the cottage so that if someone were to try and come for the sheep from beyond the cottage, they would get in the hole. The, the bait, essentially. Okay. Yeah. Lauren's also going to ta- take a moment and size up the sheep to see if he can hold on underneath, but I, I don't think that's going to be very likely. But he would at least... <laughs> I want to give note... That Lauren would at least think about it. He's okay, so you're <laughs> you're you're on the uh, vanguard. It sounds like of this distraction campaign. Go ahead and roll me a stealth roll. This is part of setup to me. Like I, Lauren was going to be away from there by the time the action happened. But uh, if we're trying to be sneaky as we're like setting things up, uh, sure. In terms of stealth, I mean that's a seven. Lauren's not sneaky. He's not trying to be next to the sheep yeah is, is this actual hiding time or is this setup time they go hand in hand so you got a seven okay perfect my mother only one making that roll <laughs> lauren's like out there like <laughs> making sheep noises bah, bah. so sid and eleonora what are you doing this time um i mean i guess after we finish setting up the trap, we'll hide behind the the hay bales, the hay rolls. That's, that's where I would post up. Yeah, I guess we're gonna hide over there. Okay, and both of you give me a stealth roll. I would like to also pull Lauren. Back. <laughs> Twenty-one. 
Cool. Five and a six. That gives me an eight on stealth. Also an eight. Yeah. Sick. All right. So all of you lay in wait for this goblin scouting troop that you've heard to expect. And all of you, please roll me a perception roll. Nine. Fourteen. Seventeen. All right, Eleonora, you notice this group of goblins start to inch closer to the farm. There are about four of them as they seem to approach this farm. They notice all of you uh, kind of lying in wait, and they seem fairly cautious about 60 feet away. Do I know that they've noticed us? From my like, yes. make eye contact okay. with one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey. Um, Why are okay. you making that face, Eleonora? I... <laughs> um, guys, the jig is up. We're going to have to kill them. They've noticed us. Unless you want them going back to the horde and telling them we have adventures here, I say we kill them as quickly as possible. Or capture them. I mean, we can't let them leave. How far are they? How far are they, Eric? <laughs> They're about 90 feet away. Or have they moved since we saw them? Yes. Dang. Well, that changes what I can do. Do we want to try and lure them in somehow? Uh, I can get more sheep. <laughs> or we just walk away and wait. Because then they'll come, then they'll come to the hole to get the sheep. We're too close. Oh, brilliant idea, Sid. <laughs> yeah. We can just kind of shrug and go inside, wait a little bit, come out when things get noisy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Lauren will Lauren will Let's stand up, brush hay off of his shoulders, give a little wave to the goblins and make a big show of <sighs> entering the cottage. As you all start to reconvene in the cottage, Eleonora, you notice that the goblins kind of murmur amongst themselves and start to retreat. Well, it looks like they're leaving. I don't know if they're going to come back with help or if they're going to call it a bad job and attack another farm. No, they've had good luck here. Worst comes to worst, they just come back tomorrow. So let's keep an eye on the sheep for a little while and uh, see where to go from there unless you think we need to track them back to their den. No, I don't think there's any reason for us to leave cover yet. I agree. And I'll just lean up in the corner with my eyes out the window. Lauren, were you talking to the sheep? I was making sheep noises. I, I read that they like that. Oh, well, you did seem good with oh, them. Thank you. <laughs> While I do not speak sheep as trained, I, I am proficient in several other languages. So I, I thank you for noticing my <laughs> uh, proclivity. <laughs> All right, I guess we're waiting Looking at the sheep. Nightfall arrives as you all kind of retreat back to the cottage. And the sheep start to become unsettled. And you all see a figure approach the sheep. How do you respond? Plural sheep or singular sheep? Is it going towards the flock or the one that we set as bait? The bait sheep. Nice. Now we're talking. Uh, Sid's gonna get his shield up, get his sword drawn, just sort of loosen up a little bit, 
and uh, just like unlock the door. Once uh, once he looks unsteady over that pit, we got to move quick. Oh, so it's fighting time. And Eleanor is going to take the hammer and the shield And off. Lauren will take from his bag a piece of cured leather and bring that shield back around him again. The mage armor. And everyone roll for initiative. Um, Eleanor is going to give Lauren advantage on rolling for initiative. Wow. And you didn't even know I'd rolled a five. Ah, <laughs> lucky. Now I rolled a six. Is it better? Oh, no. <laughs> Minus two. Sid is slow on the uptake. Minus two. Lauren. I got an eight. Okay. Jesus, guys. We got a five. <laughs> nice. At least we're clustered. This figure rolls up to the sheep that it attempts to swipe at, and its foot seems to catch onto this trap of loose hay. The loose hay crumbles underneath it, but it manages to grab its hands onto the recess of the earth that has been cast underneath it, but its feet does get stabbed a bit by the items underneath it, and it takes five points of damage as some of these shards of this farm equipment that you blade as this trap uh, seems to uh, pierce at its feet. Next in the turn is Sid. As far as you can see, there is this large creature with dark orange skin holding itself up in this trap about 20 feet away. Oh, he's only 20 feet away? Yes. Sick. Um... Sid's going to um, hustle forward and just call back over his shoulder, back me up. He's going to vault the fence and uh, charge uh, forward at this thing. Uh, When I get up close, what does it look like? Uh, This creature has a full set of plate mail, and it has dark orange skin. It seems to be a, a stronger goblin. Uh, of medium size okay Um, well I will do what I do and that is swing my sword (laughs) roll to hit Uh, not good that's a 15 to hit a 15 will miss as you swing your sword onto the shoulders of this creature and the armor that it has seems to just absorb all impact that shit and then Sid's gonna just square up with his shield right in front of this thing uh, trying to block its path forward out of the pit and uh, yeah he'll just stay up in its face Eleonora it is your turn Eleonora um, in response to Sid's back me up will say well obviously and cast her twilight domain sphere which is the 30 foot radius of temporary hit points and go ahead and roll for those temporary hit points. Seven. Five plus my cleric level. Nice. And any bonus actions, or is that your turn? That's my turn. All right, Lauren, it is your turn. You have this hobgoblin that is hoisting themselves out of this trap that you have set. You have Sid attacking this creature and Eleonora next to them, offering support with their cleric spells. 
I will push my way out the door, see the creatures climbing its way out of the pit, and I will say, Sid worked on that for hours! And cast Gust, because I want to force this thing back down into the pit. Okay, is that a spell save that DC then? That is a strength save, or it is pushed up to five feet. That's a nine? That fails. Wonderful. You see them clawing at the earth, and this gust of wind pushes forward. Their back hits against the opening as they fall down into the trap and take the full damage of the trap laid before them. Good move. Four points of damage as they are impaled on this trap that you have set before them with these farm tools. Next is a creature that none of you have managed to notice as they sprint from the shadows from the bushes they attack the nearest creature which is Sid their first attack is a critical failure so they'll miss alright it is a multi attack yes and their second attack is a 13 which will miss as Sid just quickly turns and just rams his shield up against their attack and just go ah ah not so fast what am I looking at now you're looking at a small goblin that has a plate of armor covering its arm that does not use to attack and a skirt of armor around its waist Uh, you're looking at a goblin boss that is attacking you from the shadows Next is the Hobgoblin that has been cast into this area. It's going to use athletics to try to get out of the trap. It'll get a 17, so on its turn, it's going to spend its entire movement getting out of this trap and stand on the top of it, but it'll end its turn on the top of it. Next is Sid. Sid, you have this Hobgoblin that has exited this trap and is standing next to you. You have both this hobgoblin that has exited the trap and this creature that has jumped out of the shadows to your left of the trap. Hmm. I'm trying to decide which one would be better to question. I feel like we'd get more information out of the hobgoblin, but he's going to be more of a motherfucker. The goblin boss probably knows something if he thinks he's it's easier to capture there. alive. Hierarchy. <laughs> Technically, I don't. how much would Sid know? about goblin hierarchy because Max knows that hobgoblins are a bigger deal but But, would Sid but but he's a boss (laughs) (laughs) he's middle management (laughs) roll roll a history check hilarious you know I don't suck at these I do when I roll fours though so that's a six you don't know the hierarchy of the goblin Echelons. Sid's just gonna Sid's gonna look at the goblin boss just go I'll deal with you in a minute and then he's gonna plant a boot on the yes. goblin's chest and attempt to shove and push him back into the pit nice let's do a strength contest what you got the hobgoblin rolled an 8 yeah Sid rolled a 25 oh. holy shit you Spartan kick this <laughs> hobgoblin into the trap that you've laid out, and there is a hoe and a rake and a trident 
for baling hay that has been set out as a strap from the farm tools that you have set out and its chest just gets pierced by the trident yells out a warrior's cry as it just dies nice Sid just kind of stands there for a second huh that was not as bad as I expected just you and us now tough break <laughs> so I'll uh, stand there in front of the goblin boss Next, it is Eleonora's turn, as Sid is next to this goblin that is rushing on them from the shadows, and this hobgoblin has been killed. Um, When you hit the hobgoblin earlier, and it kind of absorbed the blow, is that because you missed, or was there some kind of resistance to, like, your... I just missed. Oh, just okay. Missed. I didn't so, know if my so, warhammer would but... be... He's dead now, though, because I... Yeah, I just didn't know if they both would... Yeah, kill Gotcha. Him. I see what you're saying. Uh, okay, I will run to the goblin boss and swing my warhammer. Um, <laughs> that was not a very good swing. Twelve? That'll miss. Figured. Um, yeah, that's my turn. Do I need to re-roll the sanctuary? hit points at the start of your turn yes just to give temporary hit points to all your party members we can decide whether or not we want them to refresh though something i read about temp hp oh we can choose which which, so when you roll if you roll a number that's Mm -hmm. lower we can choose to keep ours if it hasn't been hit yet oh okay let's see if i get a six then yeah (laughs) that's a one so everybody keep your seven i'll keep my seven and don't get hurt (laughs) babies (laughs) That's my turn. Next is Lauren. You have seen Eleonora and Sid just join the front line of this trap that you have set before you. And this hobgoblin seems to no longer be a threat. But you see this small goblin attacking Sid in front of you about 15 to 20 feet away. I'll whirl about in the doorway and summon that yellow gold light in my hand and as I I spin it out towards the goblin boss this does seem somewhat familiar as the light breaks into three beams I'll cast magic missile classic 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 wizard move we love magic missile that's three damage on one two damage so five and four damage so nine and it just hits no check Uh, this This goblin definitely recoils in this attack and infuriated by this damage that it has ascertained from you, it's going to look at you with malice but then see the two foes in front of it and attack you, Sid. Come at me, bro. Spartan kick your ass too. (laughs) For a 13 to hit. It's a miss. And a 9 to hit. Also a miss. It'll make two scimitars attack at you, which you just seem to dodge as it seems to attack your shins. And you've fought smaller opponents before, and you know where they seem to strike, and you just dodge past it. Next, it is your turn, Sid. Yeah, I'm going to just bring the uh, uh, the broken greatsword up over my head and swing it down. Natty one die is feast or famine so i imagine i just swing and sink it into the ground 
yeah, it'll use its scimitar to just deflect it as it hits the ground with a solid thump that just chunks a part of the earth out. Next is you, Eleonora. Okay, Eleonora's gonna grit her teeth and try hitting it again uh, with the warhammer. 14? 14 will miss as you strike this goblin boss straight in the shoulder, but the armor just seems to absorb any impact that you would have given it to Tarman. Damn. Lauren, is your turn. You see the melee casters are not having any luck with damaging this goblin boss that seems to be towering above them. Lauren will start to laugh. (laughs) <laughs> you don't know who you're up against. Mind sliver. Uh, so that will be 1d6 psychic damage after an intelligent saving throw on this goblin boss. It'll get a 14. Uh, that actually passes. We're locked in a stalemate. <laughs> the goblin boss feels something attack its mind, and despite all of your expectations it responds in common and says you think you've won but we have the upper hand and next is the goblin boss that attacks Eleonora with a 19 that will hit me yeah it'll be six points of damage as the scimitar just races across your armor I will take that from my temporary hit points. So I have one remaining. And attack Sid with a 18. That meets. For three points of damage. Ow. And it ends its turn. Next is Sid, who has just been struck by this after attacking Eleonora. Sid just goes, ow. What the hell are you talking about? It's three on one. And, uh... I'll swing again. That's much better. That's a 24 to hit. Nice. That'll hit. Max damage. 14 points of damage on that swing. Holy shit. Every hit you land is max damage, silly. Because you're max. Which, if that is enough to drop him, I would like it to be non-lethal. That is enough to drop it as you slice across its chest. It turns around to start running away, and it takes a few steps and just falls to the ground. As he turns to run, I just take the shield and just smack him in the back of the head real quick as he starts taking off. And that is enough to make them unconscious. And Sid turns to everybody. Hey, no blood. Look at us. Not bad. And he'll spin the sword and sheath it and then haul this guy up by his belt. Well done. Well done, everyone. Uh, Farmer Joe, you too, back there. Good work. Farmer Joe doesn't hear you. They're safely inside of their (laughs) cottage. I'm sure he heard you. Thank you, you, Eleanor. (laughs) Sid's going to uh, take this goblin and he's going to go um prop him up against one of the uh hay bales and uh try and like tie up his like hog tie him his uh wrists and ankles yeah go ahead and roll me a survival check to see how well you restrain them poorly with a three but 
um, Sid also will just be sitting there with his sword um, drawn, just kind of like hovering over this you thing. You don't have ropes to hog tie them. This is a sheep farm. <laughs> <sighs> That's a great point. Thank you. Thank That's you. a great point. I don't know how to sheep tie. <laughs> I don't know how to sheep tie. Never had to. I'm just bad at it. They regain consciousness a few moments later, and they struggle artificially against the ropes that you've bound them with. Oh my, my, what do you want? Um, for starters, we'd like you to leave this farmer alone. No. Okay, bad start. Bad start. I can kick you into the spike pit too. That's fine. There's many more of us. Oh. And Sid will turn to the other two. Oh, he doesn't care if he lives or dies. That's cool. Well, that makes this a lot easier. Um, when you say there's a lot more of you, are they headed here t- tonight? What's the plan? Easy target. Get food. Continue. Conquest. Yeah. Yeah, one farm at a time. Yeah. Oh, um, have you seen a person who is small with red hair and an emerald sword, by chance? What? Maybe. No. Insight check. Okay. <laughs> All right. Roll that insight check. Seven plus two is a nine. Would anyone else like to insight check? Yeah. Lawrence scratching his chin. Hmm. I can't get a read on him. 22. This goblin certainly knows more than they are letting on. I can tell when someone's lying to me. It'll go better for you if you tell me the truth. Is he dead? Have you seen him? Don't care what happens to me. Yes, dead. <laughs> Weak human. He's Sid kicks him in the ribs. Oh! <coughs> you have to specify non-lethally. It... Is he dead? The man Weak I human! Is he dead? You all weak. You're lucky it's only us. Sid picks him up by his hair. Ah! Tell me where he is. Is he alive? Don't play with me. <laughs> no need to play. If you go to lair, you're dead. Is he in the lair or not? Yes! He's dead in lair like you all will Inside be. Inside check. 12. He is dead in the lair. Damn it. I don't know why he'd lie about that. Yeah, if anything, he'd probably lie that he was still alive. Well, great. Point us in a direction. Where's your lair? I'm sure we'll make the rest of your merry band quite full in the belly. Roll me an intimidation check with strength. Bad rolls tonight. This... These new dice, fighter dice, are not doing me well. Mm. It's an eight. They are where we come from. Kill me if you want, but you won't find them. <laughs> um, Eleonora is going to look on the ground and see if there are goblin tracks that we can follow instead of talking to this guy. Roll me a survival check. Not 20. 24. Wow, Eleonora. Ooh. <laughs> wow 
Eleonora, as Sid is talking to this goblin and you are looking for alternative passages, you see clearly a system of travel that they have consistently used to come to this farm to exploit this poor farmer Joe of their sheep. And you know the path that you need to take to trace it back to the caverns that they have come from. Um, guys, if I'm not much mistaken, I think this is a pretty clear path to the lair. I'm not sure we need him much anymore. Oh, we don't need no, him anymore? No, no, you, you need me. You need me. I have information. I have, I have Delilah. I have, I have many people that have come before. Sid raises him up to eye level. Who's Delilah? An adventurer that's come and has been killed. <laughs> Insight check. Critical fail. How many yes. have died in your lair? Ah, so many you are to join them mm, but how many have killed you and Sid takes out the sword and drives it up through his chest well that was messy wasn't it Sid walks over to the hay rolls and just wipes off the sword the least we can do is recover the soul binders if those people are in the guild and their bodies are there, maybe they wanted to be resurrected. Maybe Jeremiah's brother wanted to be resurrected. We can still salvage this whole situation. We just killed the thing that was carrying off the sheep. I think we finished our job. What about the people in the cavern? They're dead. Yeah, but the last time you wanted to do a side quest, we all did the side quest, and then, you know, so it seems like... Maybe it's my turn to do a side quest. How do we know they won't come back? Also true. We saw four more goblins earlier that ran off. If we stop, every time we feel we've, we've met our goals, we've met our expectations, how will we ever rise beyond, Sid? There is probably... Well, I mean, the Emerald Sword is in there. And probably a lot of other gold they've robbed from adventurers. Yeah, you're making a good point. This is a compelling argument. And Sid will sheed the sword. And then he's going to look over at the dead hobgoblin, which you said was wearing uh, plate armor? They were, yes. Interesting. The hobgoblin's like, you know, what, like you know, medium humanoid sized? Precisely that size, yes. Sid's going to casually make his way down into the pit and haul this thing up off the spike, lift it up a little bit. This might do. And may I de-armor this thing and take its plate armor? Yes, wow. you may. It'll take about 20 minutes of uh, doffing and donning this armor, but it is wow. yours. Wow. Nice. That's a great find, dude. Whoa. Good this catch. A great I, find. I he was wearing that armor. Ah, okay. Um, yeah, so I will uh, take his gear and I'll... Uh, I mean, normally when one wears plate armor, they do wear it over the top of like a chain mail also. So I can still probably keep my, my look and now get this like... was like jagged goblinoid armor over the top of it? Yeah, it's fairly piecemeal, but a lot of the main points of contact are covered by this armor. Uh, it seems fairly clean. 
the armor that they've retrieved has most likely been retrieved from their various conquests. So it's piecemeal from different armor sets. They don't need it. They're dead. It's the classic Sid line. Yeah, I'll go ahead and uh, suit up in uh, in the plate armor. Let me just bump the old armor class there. What does that bump you to? That puts me oh at my God, 20. We're level two, dude. <laughs> Holy shit. Following Eleonora's intuition to the tracks, you all proceed forward for about two hours as you continue to walk back to where the Slayer is. I would say, are we, are we tackling these guys tonight? Is that the, is that the plan? We could come back after a long rest. I mean, I can't do the healing thing again. I think we can it's do about, a short rest. It's about 7 p.m. Oh, it's 7 p.m.? I think we can short rest. Do I get Channel Divinity back on a short rest? Yeah, see. clerics, uh, which if you just took a short rest while I put the armor on, mm. then I'd be ready to rock and, and I'll roll. talk with Farmer John about dinner. Oh, it does fully recover your channel divinity uses. That's cool. Okay. Yeah. So I'll like be putting the armor together while you're taking a rest and uh, Lauren goes to talk to Farmer Joe. Farmer John. Farmer Joe. Joe. Oh. You all finish your encounter with this hobgoblin and goblin boss. And as Sid is putting on their armor that they have just retrieved from this hobgoblin, Lauren, you go to Farmer Joe. You knock on the door and they open it. And we make dinner. Oh, you wish to have Farm, dinner. Farm, is it? Farmer Joe, while my friends are busy taking a break, I thought we might <laughs> scramble together some meal. Very well. Well, it seems like you had a good reckoning on those folks. That uh, that big one with the armor, he's the one that seemed to attack my farm the most, so I'm glad you took care of him. He kind of took out the sheep as much as he could. Uh, uh, tell me what, are are you all adventurers in the Adventurer oh, yes Guild? Yes, we are. Very well. You took my commission then, I hope. What was, what was that? <clears throat> if you don't mind my asking. Commission? Well, yes, I put a commission into the Adventurer's Guild, and they they said that they would pay upon returning the mission, and he, I can give you my signature, and you can return it back to them and give you the reward that was promised Oh, you mean the bounty? You. Yes, we've, we've got the bounty. Let me go get that, and I'll, uh, well, let me go uh, get your uh, John Hancock. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> Very well. <laughs> Uh, I'll just sign it as Farmer John, because that's what people know me around here at these Wait, parts. Farmer uh, John or Farmer... We were supposed to go to Farmer Joe's. Oh, Joe is a shorthand name of my name. Just the first two letters, John, right? But, uh, Everyone, uh, yes, Joe. common, common. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, we went to the wrong farm. Well, I have some uh, <laughs> quill and ink here, if you don't mind. Very well. Are you heading back to the Adventurers Guild after this? Then oh, I imagine. It seems like my friends might be uh, <laughs> aiming a little higher than <laughs> one bounty <laughs> to the <laughs> Adventurers <laughs> Guild. <laughs> higher? What do you oh, mean? We're going to take out the entire Goblin encampment. Well, I don't. I don't know what to say about that here now. Uh, shoot, are you serious about this? Roll me a persuasion. 
I mean, I'm not trying to really persuade him of anything, but if it's just general charisma, of course, that would be a four. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, quite honestly, I don't think you're quite up to the snuff of handling a goblin. Lauren is going to like push him inside a little bit and close the door. Farmer Joe, (laughs) I don't think you understand who we are and what we're trying to do. You don't think we can handle this. Yes, that is correct. I don't think that's what I feared. That's. I want to assure you that we are meant to do great things. There is a terrible evil coming to this land, and I know I personally have given up so much to be here. I will not have their already shaky confidence rattled further (laughs) by someone who wasn't even in my dream. So if you don't mind, we'll make dinner while my friends recuperate, and then we'll be on our way. (laughs) But I will say you had the same confidence that Samson had, and he hasn't returned since. Well, we'll go get Samson and bring him to you. I hope that's the case. I'm pretty sure that that hobgoblin was lying. I don't know. I rolled a critical failure, and I'll walk out the door. Farmer Joe completes a stew of various corn potatoes and carrots, and he feeds it all to you in the short rest that you take as you complete this meal. It's about 8 p.m. in the night, and all of you finish this meal with Farmer Joe as he just recounts the tale of the hobgoblins that have attacked his small farm and his commission into the Adventurer's Guild and how difficult it was because of all the paperwork that he had to fill out and the distance that he had to travel. And all of you kind of listen, ignoring a lot of the plights into the commissioning cycle that he announces. And it's about 8 p.m., uh, do you all choose to try to stay here or press forward to follow the tracks? I'm good on a short rest if you guys are. I am too, though. Now that we have the the commission signed, Sid's like, listen, he signed the commission. We're done. Like, that's it. Now, I know, in the interest of the crew, this is a thing that you want to do. So if that's what we got to do, that's what we got to do. But let me just pose an option. We go back. We get our commission. Take the money that we're owed. Get ourselves prepared a little bit more. And then we come back. Granted, they'll know their boss is gone. So we've got a little bit of a toss-up here. Because the other option is I wear this armor and take one of those sheep and we just kind of march on up and just start slitting throats. It would be nice to catch them wrong-footed. Lauren, what do you think? I am grinning so broadly at the two of you. What's... This is... This is exactly what I saw. Sid, I saw you in your armor carrying a sheep across the fields, and Eleonora, when we arrived, you summoned your darkness, and it kept us safe. We can do this. We can walk in there. We can find the fallen friends. They'll, they'll be by our side till the bitter end. I know we can do it. If we stop now, if we go back, we are accepting 
We are accepting a history that has not yet been written, and now is our chance to reshape that history, to make it something new, to add our piece to the book of this world. I believe we can. Okay, so that sounds like a vote for going up tonight. I have recovered a spell slot from our short rest, so I'm feeling pretty good. (laughs) (sighs) If we die in that cave, it's both your faults. Joe, I'm taking a sheep. <laughs> Amazing. Oh yes, that's quite all right. As long as you bring it back in uh, good health, uh, it's probably better than what would have happened to the sheep if you have not intervened. So if it does not come back in good health, that's quite all right. And I'm gonna just start leading the sheep off the trail that Eleonora pointed out. You walk for about another hour, and you go across a large hill the strain of carrying the sheep up of this high altitude mini mountain that you cross and you look down and below you you see a group of goblins fighting what seems to be two large semi-bear semi-humanoid figures and one other joins the fight and between them all seems to be a treasure hoard of wooden chests at their feet as they fight between themselves to try to gain dominion of these items. Next time on Boundless, do our adventurers choose to fight this war zone between goblins and bugbears, or do they choose to circumvent this struggle to make a beeline towards the caves? Find out next time on Boundless. It's all about rolling dice, baby!